more the more distressed it is, the better, right? So we just want them to know that there are products out there that will encourage the style that they're trying to um, solidify uh, and in a way that it's natural, in a way that, you know, it's not overbearing to the hair strands. Um, they too can wear their hair in a curly state and it can be as wild as they like it, right? So we, we, we're trying to cater to everyone. Um, so we, we, tonight we, um, we have some awesome people online. Um, Mr. McCorvey is going to join us. Um, we have one of our flagships joining us tonight. She's going to introduce herself. Um, so at this time, we want to open the floor up and see if there are any questions out there for us at all. I got a question in regards to um, the hair that uh, I see a lot of young men wearing now, and they got the hair all look like it's spikes uh, sticking out. Uh, what, 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 what hairstyle is that? What, uh, what is that? I see a lot of ball players. I was at the high school today, and they're introducing players, and every time one of them come out, that they came out with that hair stuck up, and <laughs> what do they call that? I don't know the exact name for that. And if anybody actually has the name, feel free to uh, <laughs> join in and provide it. However, you know, it's I look at it as um, the younger generation um, really tuning into their their natural being. OK, they're they're really understanding Far too long were we limited to what we feel felt were a professional look. Um, so I feel now <clears throat> more so than ever, they are tuning into their natural ability and they're they're being able to express themselves more than, than any other time time frame. So we what we want to do is let them know that they can still wear their hair in that natural state, but let's give it a little bit more TLC than what we, you know, what, what's happening out there, right? So um, we understand that that's a, it's a style, but instead of it being more of a, it's a, a lot of times I see it look, looking very like knotted, like it's very knotted, right? And I'm not saying knotty, I'm saying knotted, okay? Um what we want to do is explain to the guys that they can wear their hair in that state, but in a more kinkier, curly look, right? And they can achieve that same look, but it's more healthy and beneficial for them, right? So that's what, that's one of the things that we want to express. And with using our product, they can do just that. They'll still obtain that same style. Um, it's just more in a curlier state as, a, as opposed to the knotty knotted state. I, I do I do want to add, this is uh, Linda Hamilton, um, Linda Pope Hamilton. Uh, I do want to add in terms of that spike look, it's a little different. Um, some of them actually try to aspire to get that curly look and it ended up being spiked. So they molded it with some kind of uh, foam that has a strong hold to it to mold it out. 
But in essence, some of them are looking for that curly look with a curly top. The men now are looking for more curly tops. No, I think that's kind of a trend for them for the most part to look different, but to be in their own natural identity is what I think they're trying to do. So whether it's a spike top or curly top or even some of the wavy tops you see, I see even the ponytails that are up on the top of men's hair. They cut the sides and then they put the ponytail up there. And that's just a look for them. They're expressing their their natural feelings or their natural uh, hair. And um, that's kind of the best way that they can present themselves. And, and some of them look really good, honestly. But as Tish indicated, some of them have like kinks on the end or maybe knots on the end that is not really worked through. And the hair, our hair tangles very easily because we're curly. So with the tangling, it tends to be a knot versus a spike or versus a curl. So it depends on what you're looking at. And it's a, it's a matter of educating them too in terms of how their hair should spiral or curl and not have that, that knot in the, in the curl and to look uh, hydrated as well. So, yes. Also, I had something to add. This is Erica. Um, is, they have a, I guess it's called a fad going on where they take a sponge after they pick their hair out, they take a sponge and they rub it on the top of their head. And they also use a um, tennis racket as well to get that effect that you're talking about. It's an effect that they're going for, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard of the sponge. It gives them that, um, it's, it's almost as if they're still trying to get the wave and the curl, but they're not sure how. But it, it is a look. It is a look that they're going for. Uh, I've seen the sponge, uh, and there's a like a uh, there's another uh, item that they use to just kind of swirl the hair exactly. to get that certain look. It's, it's a style. Correct. It really is. Correct. They're looking for. Mm-hmm. But our goal is to hopefully introduce them to hydration and let's make their hair healthy while still having that same look. I think they can achieve that uh, with what we do. Um. So yes. Thank you, ladies. Are there any other questions? If not, we have uh, Dr. McCorvey here with us tonight, and he's going to speak with us in regards to his experience with using Expo H2O products. He uses all three, the shampoo, conditioner, and the curl former. So, Dr. McCorvey, are you here with us? Let's get back to him, please. your hair. You want to make sure that you keep your hair completely wet. Um, so when you actually apply the curl former, you're going to take a portion of that curl former, add it to your hair. And the, the portions, of course, depends on the product to um, 
to water ratio and, the, of course, the density or the amount of hair that you actually have. So when you add that product to your hand, what you're going to do is include water and you're going to rub your hands together and that's going to emulsify the actual product. So when you begin to see that product turn white, that's when you're going to include it in your hair. Now, majority of the time when applying that product to your hair, you're going to notice a foam-like consistency in the product. That's when your product is actually setting. That's the setting process. Okay. And so what you want to do is distribute that product from root to tip in your hair throughout your entire head. Excuse me. At that time is where you're actually going to see the ringlets or your curls actually defining. You don't want to rinse that white foam that you see in your hair out at all, you want to keep that foam because that's actually what's setting your hair. Um, your choice of diffusing um, or sitting under a dryer or air drying is truly up to you. It's your preference. Um, but uh, I've gotten questions in the past, you know, well, my hair didn't necessarily foam. You know, you, you will learn that over time. And it's different for every person. And the, the, the way you distribute the actual um, product itself is also different depending on your hair texture. So uh, what we tend to tell people is when it comes to our product, it's more on the professional side. We have professionals who have mastered um, our products. The consumers, we have a few consumers who have pretty much hit the ball rolling have learned how to use the product and they're, you know, they're, they're capable of um, getting that right defined um, curl set that they're looking for. Um, but they do find it challenging. And with that, we, we tell everyone, you know, seek professionals. Um, we have a ton of videos. We have our um, supporting salons. Um, you can go on our website uh, if you're local to any of the, your areas, um, there are a ton of webs, uh, a ton of salons, local or even uh, stores local to you. If you're interested in purchasing and, and maybe giving it a try, but we we have quite a few videos. Um, you can follow us on uh, on IG or Facebook at Hydra Voice or Expo H Two O. Again, that's Hydra Voice. H-Y-D-R-A-V-O-I-C-E, Hydra Voice. Or you can check out our website, www.expoh2o.com. Again, that's www.expoh2o.com. Awesome. Awesome. Hey. Thank you, Tish. No problem. Hi, Dr. McCorvey. Uh, I am doing okay. I have some, uh, as, it, as we say in the... Uh, business on technical difficulties but everything is working out okay i appreciate you guys for coming on this evening uh i i uh have found a a niche in the uh hair business myself and and just being um uh, for the, the year and a half two years that we've been with uh uh expo h2o has been a great uh, learning experience for me because men need to know that they have a place when it comes to natural hair care. Okay, 
And that is so important, you know, that we c- connect the man into the natural hair care business. Uh, I, w- I wanted to give a, a talk this evening on a historical fact, uh, as uh, uh, some of our leaders will say, it's a black historic moment. But uh, because we're having some technical difficulties, uh, we're going to get back to that. But I do want to share some things with, with the group. That is that a lot of our uh, a lot of our uh, earlier uh, dialogue with uh, uh, our listeners and everything, I learned something this evening that we we have a lot of people, a lot of experts. Uh, that has been in the natural hair care business from the African-American community. One of those that happened to be a legendary uh, uh, historical fact of Mr. Samuel Wilson, you know, and we are proud of the work that he has dedicated over the back in the, in the day in the natural hair care industry, as well as the business industry. He was a an entrepreneur from his heart. He gave a lot to our community when it came to, even after the Civil War, he was dedicating a lot of his time to build businesses within the Black community. And that was one of his goals, is to build businesses in the Black community. And I, I, I really stretch, stretch that term Black community because uh, we use the term African-American community, which is OK. I have no problem with it. But I like the terminology of black community instead. You know, so we do have some leverage when it comes to uh, the black community. Now, one of the things that uh, I talked to uh, the group about earlier this week is that we want to uh, have a I'll say so, and I'm, I'm getting into the, the, the lobbying part of me right now. You all have a say-so. I, I called, made some calls this evening, and you all have a say-so when it comes to uh, dedicating time and energy to the uh, natural hair care industry. And that say-so is that there's a lobbying piece on the floor of, of, the, uh, of the state house now to bring everything into perspective when it comes to the natural hair care business. So we want to stay with that. I want to see exactly how far it goes. And I want to kind of uh, uh, participate in that. I do. I, I will be sending a letter to uh, uh, congressional, my congressional leader, uh, James Clyburn. Uh, because a lot of things were not uh, given on a free to us on uh, back in October when we got to talk and really talk about uh, uh, congressional leaders at the natural hair care industry. We want to stretch that because there's a lot of information that can be given when it comes to natural hair care. We want to let the public congressional uh, programs in place when it comes to natural hair care. Uh, that is a, I can't call her name right now, but that is a Senate bill on the table that's dealing with 
bringing forth the natural hair care bill. And th- you can find this. I want to say that it's executive order uh, 3.401. That pre- executive order gives us all of the uh, magnitude when it comes to this uh, natural hair care. And, and, and that's what we want to put emphasis on with, uh, I'm a member of NAB, but with the uh, Expo H2O, Ms. Hamilton and uh, with her team, who is doing a, a magnificent job when it comes to natural hair care. And I just want to stay right there and, 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 and give that piece because uh, as I began to study Samuel Wilson's information, he fought many wars, he fought many opportunities for the black community, you know, and we just want to uh, honor him and we want to dedicate uh, uh, our program to him and his livelihood. He's a legend within himself. Uh, one of the things that he brought to life was that he was a, a participant in the Civil War. He was a participant when it came to education. And he was a participant when it came to bringing out the facts when it comes to uh, our uh, ancestry, ancestry and our history. He brought out the facts for us. So that's what I like about Mr. Samuel, you know. So we want to stay right there and really kind of uh, hone in on that. I want to thank you all for participating this evening. I'm going to come back. I'm going to let Erica kind of take it from here from my office. I was late getting on it. Yeah, I was late getting on this evening because I had to really tell you all something. My experience with my hair with Hydra is so important, so important. Um, uh, Hydra brought me from being almost bald-headed, and I mean that literally, to having a hair full of hair, a head full of hair. Uh, not only that, but it, it gave me growth. It gave me uh, uh, an opportunity to to share with you all my hair, the things that I was experiencing uh, and lo- hair loss. A lot of you all might not know it, but black men lose their hair uh, more than anything. So that gro- that that hair loss really caused me a, uh, a very sensitive issue for me because I want to see how I can save all of my hair from falling out. So when I met uh, Miss Letitia uh, Pope and, 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 and talked to her about the, the product and what the product can do and how it can really expound on my scalp and, and, and expound on, on my hair growth, it gave me a new world. It really opened up a new door for me. And I, I'm serious about this. So you have to experience what the product does. You know, you have to look at how it has brought life into so many people, you know. I mean, I was like one of these, just give up not only on the hair product, but on a life period because I couldn't find nothing that, that, that could satisfy my, my, my growth, you know. So, but Hydra did that for me. I, I appreciate that so much. Thank you, Ms. Hamilton. Thank you, Tish, uh, Ms. Letitia. Uh, thank you, Kawana, Ms. Kawana. I thank you guys because you gave me another chance. And that other chance is through uh, Hydra and 
XPOH2O. I really thank, thank you. you awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mr. McCoy, for that coverage. Thank you. We appreciate it. All right. Next, Luana, up, am I next? Um, yes, I, you are. So we have Miss um, Shantia Hayes joining us. She uses the shampoo and conditioner as well as her sons, and she like to share their experience with the product. Hello, everyone. So I have sister locks, and I'm. In my third year of them, they're mature. The Hydra products keep them well hydrated. My scalp is not irritated, and I'm finding that I don't have to wash my hair as often. My youngest son um, has a very thick and sticky type of a dandruff. It really reminds me of cradle cap. When he was born, he had cradle cap. And um, so he really struggles with that and it's very embarrassing for him, but he has not complained as much since using the H2O product. Um, he conditions his hair more often than he shampoos it. I think he probably washes it about once a week and maybe every three days or so in between he conditions it. And he even mentioned the other day, like, Mom, you got to talk to Miss LaShondra and figure out how we can get more of this product. So um, we're loving it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Miss Hayes, and your sons for sharing your experience with um, XBOH2O. I have a question for Miss Hayes. Um, how quickly did you notice a difference in his hair once you started using um, the XOH2O? You know what? I want to say after the first time because he wanted to use it again. So I think he noticed that his scalp felt clean. He has very thick hair and okay. it's hard for him to get to his scalp. Um, and I even notice the tingle as I'm washing my hair. So there's not a lot of suds, but there is this clean feeling and this tingle. Um, so I'm going to say immediately. Wonderful. Wonderful. So have you noticed, um, I know you mentioned that his hair is thick, but have you noticed that uh, within this time frame of using it, has it grown any or has it thickened any more than what it was prior? You know, now that you say that, it's really funny. Um, yes, it's very full, <laughs> uh, you know, um, and it would kind of some of the products he would use would kind of look caked on. So he's not having to use as much of the product. It just looks healthy. It's very Wonderful. thick and very healthy looking. Wonderful. I asked that question because um, we have a few customers who have gone through um, different medical issues um, and due to the um, situation that they've had to encounter either uh, use of different type of medications or um, some form of surgery uh, where they had their hair either thinning or loss of hair. 
And they've explained that after using the Expo H2O over time, they've noticed that their hair is much thicker than prior to having to, uh, you know, go through the experience that the medical experience that they had to actually encounter. So I was just curious, you know, with your son, if you would notice the same thing. Yes. I actually, now that you say that, yes, like his hair, I'm like, oh, it's so thick and pretty, you know, but it's just kind of a passing thought, you know, but right. yes, yeah, it it really is just so thick and, and it's like lustrous. It, it's beautiful um, right now. And we have been struggling for years with his hair. And now that you mentioned this, um, I have an aunt that has eczema really, really badly. Like she scales and sheds. Okay. Um, and her hair was thinning. So she stopped relaxing it, but she had been relaxing it. She turned, did she turn, she turned 60 this year. So she had been relaxing her hair for like, you know, I mean, she wasn't an infant when she started relaxing, but probably 40 plus years, you know? Gotcha. And it had really taken its toll on her scalp and her scalp, her hair is just really, really thin. Okay. And now that you mention this, I'm going to send her um, the shampoo and the conditioner. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. And we would we would love for you um, to reach back out to us and uh, keep us updated on the status of her hair, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that really, it really bothers her. And, you know, um, the gentleman was speaking about, you know, how he just really wanted his hair and for her to be a woman losing her hair, especially in the top, the crown area, you know, it really, really um, bothered her and affected her esteem and things like that. So I will definitely keep you posted. Wonderful. Will there be any other questions available at this time? We'll open the floor for questions. I do want to chime in, Linda Pope Hamilton. Uh, to you, Ms. Hayes, thank you for that information. Those facts help us to be better and to do better with what, we, what we've been doing. Um, we're proud of that for sure. Uh, well, thank you very much. I just wanted to share with you that uh, the shampoo was specifically uh, formulated for curly hair and the low sud is because our hair tangles easy with uh, sulfate shampoos. Mm. And so while, while sulfate shampoos are needed to cleanse the scalp and the hair, a lot of times with our curly hair, it's hard to cleanse it and then detangle it. So we formulated that for that reason, but we put eucalyptus in it as a therapeutic condition for the hair. And I mm. understand based on your testimony and a couple of other testimonies that it's been beneficial to dandruff and other scalp issues that clients have encountered. So I just want to thank you for sharing that testimony and the facts that as you've you know, experienced them. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you all for doing what you do and thank my good friend Kawana for um, just being so selfish and, and, and sharing. And she's just so generous. So I really thank her for sharing the product with me. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I would like to include 
again, we can be followed on Instagram and Facebook at Hydra Voice. That's H-Y-D-R-A-V-O-I-C-E, all one word. And you can also check out our website at www.expoh2o.com. That's X-P-O-H-2-O.com. www.expoh2o.com. If there, let's see, we can take a 15-minute break, huh? Okay, guys, I'll, um, I'll step in if you guys want to take a 15-minute break. So I'm going to run a uh, couple of spots, uh, one with uh, Dr. McCorvey answering the phone in regards to uh, racial profiling, if that's okay. Y'all want a 15-minute break? Yes. Yes. Okay, 15 minutes starting now. Thanks. Thank you. National Association of Black Defenders, a public service announcement. Racial profiling and racial injustice. You are calling the National Office of the National Association of Black Defenders in Washington, D.C. If you feel that you have been racially profiled against and that you have been served with inequality in any way, we want you to please pick up the phone and call today, 202-852-4816. All right, we're going to continue All right, we're gonna... with uh, some uh, great music for you here on House and Gospel Blog Talk Radio, if that's okay. Something to, uh... Let's run the one on, uh, this is runs about 10 minutes. It talks about poverty in the United States. Um... One of the issues in America is poverty. And uh, one of the things that uh, National Association of Black Defenders deal with every day, our executive board and staff, uh, Dr. Um, Eugene Howard, and the other people of the National Association Executive Board deal with it every day in the field. And it has to do with poverty and how it affects not only Black America, but white America, it affects all Americans. What it really means to be poor in America, what does it mean? Take a listen. It's a shame on you. Shame on you and shame on me and shame on each and every one of us who haven't rattled the windows of these buildings with cries of outrage at a government that thinks their office furniture is worthy of $40,000 a year and families and children aren't. The current poverty guidelines are ridiculously out of touch. I have two jobs and a bachelor's degree, and I struggle to make ends meet. The federal poverty guidelines say that I'm not poor, but I cashed in a jar full of change the other night so my daughter could attend a high school band competition with her band. I can't go grocery shopping without a calculator. I had to decide which bills not to pay to be here in this room today. Believe me, I pulled myself up by the bootstraps so many damn times that I've ripped them off. Good morning. My name is Amy Jo Hutchison. I'm a single mom of two who's lived in West Virginia all my life. Today I'm here to help you better understand poverty because poverty is my lived experience. And I'm also here to acknowledge the biased beliefs that poor people are lazy and the poverty is their fault. But how do I make you understand things like working full time for $10 an hour is only about $19,000 a year? even though it's well above the federal minimum wage of 725 an hour. I want to tell you about a single mom I met who was working at a gas station. 
she was promoted to manager, and within 30 days, she had to report her new income to DHHR. Within 60 days, her rent bumped from 475 to 950 a month. She lost her SNAP benefits and her family's health insurance. So she did what poor people are forced to do all the time. She resigned her promotion and went back to working part-time just so she and her family could survive. Another single mom I know encouraged her kids to get jobs. For her DHR review, she had to claim their income as well. She lost her SNAP benefits and her insurance. So she weaned herself off of her blood pressure medicines because she, working full-time in a bank and part-time at a shop on the weekends, couldn't afford to buy them. Eventually, the girls quit their jobs because their part-time fast food income was literally killing their mother. You see, the thing is, children aren't going to escape poverty as long as they're relying on a head household. Excuse me, because it's poor. Poverty rolls off the backs of parents right onto the shoulders of our children despite how hard we try. I can tell you about my own food insecurity. The nights I went to bed hungry so my kids could have seconds and I was employed full-time as a Head Start teacher. I can tell you about being above the poverty guideline, nursing my gallbladder with essential oils and prayer, chewing on cloves and eating ibuprofen like they're Tic Tacs because I don't have health insurance and I can't afford a dentist. The poverty line for a family of three is $21,720. Where I live because of the oil and gas boom, a three-bedroom home rents for $1,200 a month. So if I made $22,000 a year, which could disqualify me from assistance, I would have $8,000 left to raise two children and myself on. And yet the poverty guidelines wouldn't classify me as poor. I Googled congressmen's salaries the other day, and according to Senate.gov, the salary for senators, representatives, and delegates oh, is $174,000 yeah. a, a year. So a year of work for you the is the equivalent of almost four years era. of work for me. And I'm $24,000 above the federal poverty guidelines definition of poor. It would take nine people working full-time for a year at $10 an hour to match all salaries. I also read that each senator has authorized $40,000 for state office furniture and furnishings, and this amount is increased each year to reflect inflation. That $40,000 a year for furniture is $360 more than the federal poverty guidelines for a family of seven. And yet here I am, begging you on behalf of the 15 million children living in poverty in the United States, on behalf of the one in three kids under the age of five, and nearly 100,000 children in my state of West Virginia living in poverty, to not change anything about these federal poverty guidelines until you can make them relevant and reflect what poverty really looks like today. You have a $40,000 furniture allotment. West Virginia has a median income of $43,000 and some change. People are working full time and are hungry. Kids are about to be kicked off of free and reduced lunch rolls because of changes y'all want to make to SNAP. Even though 62% of West Virginia SNAP recipients are families with children, the very same children who cannot take a part-time job because their parents will die without insurance. People are working full-time in this country for very little money. They're not poor enough to get help. They don't make enough to get by. They're working while they're rationing their insulin and they're skipping their meds because they can't afford food and health care at the same time. So shame on you. Shame on you and shame on me and shame on each and every one of us who haven't rattled the windows of these buildings with cries of outrage at a government that thinks their office furniture is worthy of $40,000 a year and families and children aren't. I'm not asking you to apologize for your privilege, but I'm asking you to see past it. There are 46 million Americans living in poverty, doing the best they know how with what they have, 
and we, in defense of children and families, cannot accept anything less from our very own government. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Hutchinson. Thank you. We're back. That's about uh, 12 minutes or so. All right. Is, uh, uh, we are ready to roll. With, uh, okay. Hello. All right, we're back. Go ahead. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so we've heard uh, from a few uh, personal experiences from customers and clients. Um, we would now like to provide the opportunity for one of our flagship salons uh, who are very dear to us. Uh, we work very close with Casanova Beauty. If you're ever in the Pembroke Pines location in Florida, you have to go and check her out. She's awesome at what she does. Here with us, we have Liz Casanova, Elizabeth Casanova from Casanova Beauty. Welcome, Liz. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, all right, thank you. How are you? Well, my name is Liz. My last name is Casanova, and that's why my salon is called Casanova Beauty. Um, we are the flagship salon for the brand, and uh, we're so proud of it because um, we fell in love with the product since the first beginning. I'm a licensed cosmetology for the state of Florida. And, um, well, I see all the results daily on different clients with different textures. And uh, what I feel is that the product really works well on any curly texture. And that's, that's amazing because as usually we have to look for different products uh, depending on the on the curl type. And uh, with this gel, know is how to work the product. For example, on myself that uh, my, my hair is curly, I just use it on a really foamy way, so I dilute it. But when I have clients with really kinky coil um, hair, then I use the, the gel itself. And um, it's amazing because um, it locks in the water and that's what makes it unique, right? Because there are so many um, products out there on gels as well, but they don't do this. So as I tell my clients, that's your medicine and they laugh, but it's real. That's true because... Yeah. Um, you get to lock in that water is when your hair gets hydrated. And most of clients get um, confused um, because they always look to moisturize their hair, but they don't really pay attention to the hydration part. And I think that's the key. That's the most important part, actually. So as the gel locks in the water, um, it gives the water the chance to penetrate cuticle and cortex of hair. And the cortex is the internal layer of the hair. And that's where we, where we want to get. And only Hydra can do that. Because most of the times we just get a, a towel, we dry it or we squeeze it. 
With hydrant, no. We're going to apply it when your hair is soaking wet, when it's dripping, and we start from the ends, so that way we lock in the water. Once you apply 90 it, seconds. Oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. It locks in the water, and then um, the shine of the outcome, it's, it's unreal. And it's not because we added any extra products or any extra oils, as you could think. It's just because of the, the water. So... Um, Basically, um, that's it. Um, you can let it air dry. Um, me personally, I diffuse my hair, but I try not to. seconds. Just because I feel that it makes it a little frizzy. It says that we have 15 seconds or something like that. I'm not sure, Tish. You're fine. You can continue. The first hour is live. The second hour is uh, recorded. So I think it's okay, countdown to the live. Okay, I remember. Yeah, so you're fine. You, you know, no rush. You're good to go. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, and um, I get in contact with Linda because at first I started working on a natural hair salon, and they used to use the product, and I really learned how to do it there. So. For me, being here supporting, you know, like black businesses and African American, and it's a blessing. I feel honored. Actually, I feel honored to be here. You know, surrounded of all of you, because um, Linda gave me the opportunity to become the flagship salon, and for me, um, that was huge, and still is, and I, I will always appreciate that, because. Um, I don't know if she knows, but she she has changed so many lives with the product itself because it's life changing. And that's why I always say to my new clients, when they come for the very first time, I tell them, your life is going to change today. And it's because of this deal. You don't know, but you will know. And uh, in, in, in a week or so, you're going to you're going to let me know, because maybe the first day, because of the gel is so thick, I always tell my clients, it looks like slime. Slime with the kids play with, right like that, exactly like that. But um, and that's why you get that um, crunchiness. But we have, we shouldn't be scared of crunchiness or of the cast because that means that first your hair is hydrated, second your hair is going to last defined and pretty super long. Actually, um, our wash and goes last up to two weeks. I have clients, they come after three weeks and hair still looking good. So I always tell my clients, don't be scared of cast or of, of the crunchiness. Because um, the first two days is going to be a little crunchy, yes. But after a third day, it's like magic. It's going to soften, it's going to um, loose up, and it's going to look fantastic. And uh, you're going to receive compliments. People is going to stop you on the street and ask you, what are you using? Which part are you using? Which salon you're going to? <laughs> and uh, uh, so I, I feel like mm, doing a great job with the product and make mm, African-American women and natural hair women in general feeling proud of themselves and really make them enjoy their hair. It's my mission. And I can achieve that. Thanks to the gel, no doubt, because um, without it, I mean, I haven't found out there in the market yet any product that makes me achieve long-term um, results like this than this gel, honestly. 
So um, that's why I don't change it from any other. I love it. And uh, I, I don't know if I can um, show you something, but I have a client. She suffered from um, alopecia, uh, but a severe one. And uh, she started coming to me May 2020. And um, especially the crown part was really bold. And um, I took a picture the first day. Then I took another one November 2019. Um, it was fuller. And then I took one January 2021. Um, so this is the first time she came in. God. Okay. I don't know if you can see it. Uh-huh. First time yes. she Okay. May 2020. Mm, um, oh, wow. This was 2020. That was my bad right here. I was editing super fast so you could see. May 2020, November 2020. Okay. Right. Right. And then January 2021. Oh, wow. Impressive. Wow. And, uh, Very nice. The only Impressive. thing I've done on here, here, but of course, coloring this year, color, but she's a regular. She used the gel every single week. Okay. So she truly believes in hydration. Me too. Especially because I see, as I see this case, I see many cases daily. So you don't need to, you know, to, to say that much when you see these images like this. Um, her, her life changed for, you know, forever. She's so grateful. She loved the product. She used nothing else. Sometimes she said, oh, I'm tempted to change the style because, of course, you get bored. So uh, but once I show her this, she's like, no, 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 we good. We good. We good. We're going to keep it. Dry. <laughs> of course, because of. Uh, uh, she has gold still, and I'm sure it, her hair looks amazing, but it's, it can look way better too. And besides that, um, me, myself, I messed up my, my core pattern because of, um, you know, Botox and uh, flat iron, all the stuff. And I have to chop it all. My hair was like <laughs> up here. It was black. And um, the only thing I use, of course, is Hydra, but also Hydra, the conditioner. Because for my texture, I need like a creamy, foamy, a creamy version of, of, of a product to create the curl. So I use the conditioner as a leave-in conditioner, okay? Then I scrunch my curls, and on top of it, I add a hydra. So that's why I'm saying it's so versatile uh, because you can use it on any texture when you really learn how to. So that's why it's really important for um, clients who are going to use the product to first go to um, an expert um, because your stylist is the one who's going to teach you how to use it properly on your texture because every client's different. So the way I did, for example, Linda's hair today is not the way I could do um, Kawana here. You know, like everyone's different. So it's that's why it's really important. If you by any chance don't read a good review on the product, it's because that person does not know how to use it. And that's very important to say because the product itself is amazing. But if you don't know how to, how to use it, that's the problem. Once you learn, boom, you're going to love it forever. And you, won't, you, won't, you don't want to get any other product after that, Okay. Any questions? <laughs> uh, I, I think it's key that um, people learn how to use it. I, I, mm -hmm. I, That's main. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
And another thing, um, I know, for example, Linda. Linda likes like a softer um, look, and that's fine. Everyone, everyone can like whatever they want, but she use she uses it as a foamy, you know, like the the water ratio. It's bigger than the gel because she likes that texture. So when you use or emulsify the gel on a foamy version, then you get like a softer version of the wash and go. But that means that, of course, you have to redo it um, maybe sooner, right? Because you won't have that hold uh, that is going to make it last longer. But if you're looking for a long-lasting result, like up to two weeks, as I said, then you just use it on a jelly form. And you have to make sure that uh, when you feel it, it feels jelly and you don't see any foam. If you feel foamy, then you got to add extra product if you're looking for long-lasting results. I do have a question, um, Liz, if you may. Yes. What is your ratio of men that come that use the product and then give us your ratio of children that use the product in your salon. Okay, well, I can I can say um, maybe seventy percent of my clients are women, then thirty percent kids, and then ten percent ten percent men. So that's why we have to attack <laughs> that market because they need it. Every time they come, they're amazed. They're surprised that their hair can look like that because they're not used to see their hair that curly and that hydrated. But they love it because most of them, for example, the ones who comes to me, they play sports. So they play football, they play soccer, whatever. So they sweat and they're scared that the hair won't look okay. But after they tried it, after they sweat and they come the second time, they're like, what? they are amazed. So, um, and they get a lot of compliments from women. So of course they, they so happy. <laughs> Liz. Most of them, they're looking now. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, good. But what I wanted to ask you is how, how can, uh, because I've been following Hydra for a while. I'm sorry. Expo H2O. Correct. I got to get that right now. Me too. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you was, uh, do you see a an uh, upclimb in men that's coming to the shop, or uh, do you see them uh, spending more time in their in in, in their hair care? Can you yeah, can you kind of expound on that? Absolutely. Actually, a lot of them are looking right now. I don't know why. I think it's in. Um, they just shape the sides and get like a mohawk on the top, but mm-hmm. the mohawk should be defined and balayage on top of it so they have the roots sliding the curls popping the sides shape and they look so handsome they do <laughs> i love that look love it love it yes yeah they tell more men that Awesome. Yeah, so we're hoping after tonight we'll have more men clients, especially Please. more men coming. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you'll look forward to that, Liz. More men coming into the salon. I love doing men and kids. Those are my favorite. <laughs> oh my goodness. Nice. Nice. Because sometimes what happens is, is that um kids are attended headed, but it's not before because they're attended headed, it's because moms don't know how to do their hair properly. And it has to be said, they don't know which shampoo conditioner to use 
which um, detangling brush to use. So it pulls their hair. So it's traumatizing for them. But um, once you teach um, even moms how to use um, the gel as well, then it becomes so easy. And uh, when they come to the salon, they're shocked, like, oh my God, she's not crying? I'm like, no. And I asked them, does it hurt you, love? And they said, "Mm mm-mm. I'm like, you see, because you gotta learn. Because if you use a um, a deming brush, I mean, of course it's gonna pull out all the hair and it's gonna hurt them. So, um, and the good thing too is like, um, after they apply the gel, and let it dry, whatever, and style it. For bedtime, you ha- they have to know that they have to put it up because if not, of course, kids move and it gets all knotted and then it's going to be a pain for the next wash. But if you learn, if you, if you teach them how to, you know, even take care of it for bedtime, then it's going to be way easier for them and less painful for the next time. So um, that's what I do. Every time my mom comes, I always you know, ask them to come see the process because I want them to do the same at home. So these kids here gets uh, trained to be hydrated, trained to be curly, and it's not traumatizing for them. Liz, can you speak on the importance of, for instance, when you're using Expo H2O in the hair and the the, the hair actually needs a trim. How just using the product itself identifies the breakage in the hair, and you're able to um, you 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 notice a difference. You know when the hair is trimmed versus when it's not trimmed. Can you speak on that? Um, first, as soon as you start um, detangling, you can feel if the ends are rough or not. That's the first sign. Um, second, once you apply the gel. You can see if the ends curl smooth or not, okay? Um, Sometimes you can see straight ends. That's different. That could be heat damage or remaining relaxer. But sometimes they're just splitted. So even though I apply gel and gel, I go over the hair strand and stuff, they never look smooth. So then that's why most of the times I cut or trim curly hair dry. So I just the gel, I do the wash to go, define the curls, the client goes under the dryer and after it's dry, then I can see clearly, you know, where, what needs to be gone. Because um, a lot of people, they don't know how to cut curly hair on dry hair, let's say, or natural hair dry. Um, and they expose hair to pull, to heat, and people create heat damage sometimes, right, Linda? That's so, correct. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel that it's not needed. Of course, when you wear your when you wear your hair um, curly most of the times, then uh, you don't need to do that. But if you go, you know, back and forth between um, like um, straight hair and curly hair, then it's better because you need it to be even. But curly hair curls different. So, for example, this side of my hair curls better than the left one. So um, that's why I like trimming here curly, because that way also I can see and balance and create, you know, a whole look and a good shape on um, natural hair. 
So I wanted you to speak on that simply because when it comes to children, a lot of moms are apprehensive about trimming their children's hair, right? And so I wanted them to hear from a professional perspective that they too need to have their hair trimmed. All right. Yeah. So a lot of people they don't they don't they don't think about it or they're only looking for length. But what uh, I always want people to know is that our hair has, has two stages. There's a growing stage, a non-growing one. So if we don't stimulate the growing the growing stage through a trimming, even if it's half an inch, then it's gonna take longer for it to grow. And we always have to avoid the split ends as well. And if we do that, it's going to be, it won't be painful because you don't have those knots and, and, and rough ends. Uh, Miss uh, Casanova, I have another question for you. What's yes. the age uh, that a child can actually get their hair done in uh, your salon? Okay. Uh, the flag, flagship salon. Correct. On my salon, the youngest client is a year old. What I always ask, what I always tell moms is like, it doesn't matter the age if you know your child is gonna behave and is gonna enjoy the experience. Let's say in a certain way. Um, but um, I have moms that they have several kids, and uh, if they have a really young kid, under you know that hair is new. I always ask them to please add a little hydra in the shower. Do it. Because that way you're going to train that hair since, you know, the first beginning. So their hair is going to look amazing and it's going to be so manageable when they grow. Awesome. Thank you so much. I got one more question for you. Um, yes. You spoke earlier about uh, brushing your hair with the brush and pulling the hair out. With your product... Uh, do you have any special design brushes to eliminate uh, pulling your hair out? Or it, yes. Well, do you know that there's a lot of uh, of new brushes out there. They vibrate. They massage your scalp, jolly yellow. But honestly, the best for me, the best one is the shampoo brush. So old-fashioned way for me works amazing. First and foremost, because the shampoo brush, um, it doesn't pull the hair it stimulates the scalp for, for um, hair growth and detox the scalp. So what I do personally in the shop is that within the shampoo, I use the shampoo brush to stimulate the scalp for hair growth and detox it. Then I use the same, same brush to detangle within the conditioner and then the same brush to work through the, uh, the Expo H2O gel. One brush, simple, and it doesn't pull out hair. On top of it, it's good to know that it's normal to lose a hundred strand here a day. So some people see that and it's like, oh my God, and they haven't shampooed in three weeks. I'm like, really? I mean, that's normal. Don't be scared. That's normal. We have to. It's dead hair. So we have to take it out and we keep it moving. And on top of that, also, um, what for me, has worked amazing for um, uh, low porosity hair and really kinky hair and dry, dry hair is to steam hair before applying the hydrogel. Why? Because I apply a deep conditioner. 
the heat inside the steamer opens up the cuticle so the, the, the deep condition can penetrate. And on top of that, we missed aloe vera juice, poor aloe vera juice, no diluted. Aloe vera juice is the our greatest humectant. Okay, so that means that it's going to attract water. And of course, the steam is vapor, that is water. So you get a deep condition and hydration at the same time. So it's like we pre-prepare or we pre-hydrate here before we rehydrate it through with the gel while we lock in the water with this. So um, that's going to make um, curls last longer. Uh, it's going to make curls um, look better, the coil to curl better, because when agro hair is dehydrated, it does not have elasticity. So it's like hanging, but it doesn't curl. Once we uh, hydrate it, then we get that beautiful um, Our hair is like a plant. I always say that. Once we hydrate it, we add water, it flourish. So it's gonna be thicker, it's gonna be healthier, it's gonna grow faster. And there's a good example I learned from um, Ms. Hamilton. Um, every time we train um, you know, representative from the brand, or sellers from the brand, she grabs two jars. One jar containing oil and one jar containing water, tap water. And we place noodles inside of them. What happens? After half an hour, simple. The noodles inside the oil, hard as a rock. And the noodles inside the water, dancing, happy, soft. That's the science behind hair. General, in hair in general, okay? But of course, with natural hair, even more, because it tends to dry so fast. That means that this product was created for a really smart person who was struggling and not anymore because she was tired, as most of natural hair women, of looking and spending hundreds of money trying to find the right product. But what happens is that most of natural hair women are looking for oil-based products. They use all these crazy products with a lot of oils or either a lot of alcohols. And both of those dries up our hair because water and oil, they don't mix. So once we apply oils, jojoba oil, coconut oils, you name it, or any um, product containing oils, that's going to repeal water. And our hair dries. And what happens then? You want to make it feel soft and moist. So they go and add extra product, extra oils. Then they, let me try the Jamaican oil this time. My cousin told me to use coconut oil mixed with avocado. A salad there. So no, I always tell my clients, eat your, eat, eat, eat your avocado, eat your major, eat. <laughs> but no, look for hydration. Look, it's really important to always read the labels because in the front of, of most of, of the products, they don't tell you the truth. They said hydrating. When you read the label, oils, three alcohols, and then what? You think you're hydrating your hair. No. So that's very important. The first ingredient on a really good product, of course, like this, it has to be water. Water, because that's what our hair needs. So, um, well, that's it. I, if you don't stop me, I keep, I keep talking. <laughs> 
Oh, before before you stop, I have a I have one question, and maybe it's the last question. I don't know, but mm-hmm. my question is in two words. I want you to sum up the uniqueness of the product in two words. In two words. Um, in two words. Uh, 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 um, last because it lasts and hydrate. And that's what everyone wants because nobody wants to do their hair every two, three days. Everyone looks, every natural hair woman's dream is not to do their hair as often. And that's, that's, this is the only thing who's, who's going to make it happen. Because if not, you have to think, oh, no, or they have to really um, wake up early in the morning mm-hmm. because they have to untwist it or they have to at this. You don't know if you're going to have a, a good hair day or a bad hair day. You don't know. <laughs> but with this, I guarantee your hair is going to look amazing every single day of your life for two weeks. Yes. And then you just have to redo it. So twice a month, you have to spend an hour and a half probably doing your hair. So it is so worth it. Awesome. Awesome. It is good. It is good. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, As, hey, uh, hey guys, that brush that you're talking about, maybe you guys should figure out a good brush to recommend when you buy the product. This is the brush we recommend. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, Brother Freddie and to the uh, Expo H2O, and I think we got another caller calling in too. Uh, I want to make a motion and adoption by the National Association of Black Defenders tonight to uh, uh, adopt uh, the the uh, the brand as part of our uh, collaboration and affiliation with um, the National Association of Black Defenders. I feel that this will be something that we can uh, keep uh, and also harness as a multicultural program. You know, and I like that terminology of multicultural program because it's for everybody's hair. There you go. And, you know, <laughs> so that's the key right there. You know, it's not just for black hair. It's not just for. Uh, uh, white hair or hair. Hispanic hair, but it's for everybody's hair. And that's the key uh, that I see in this business. As executive director of the National Association of Black Defenders, I want to adopt and I'll carry it to the board tomorrow uh, the product and the work that Miss Linda Hamilton and her team has put inside of Expo H2O, and we're going to make that adoption tonight. I'll take it to my board tomorrow. Uh, that this uh, product is a multicultural program, and once we have that in writing from the board, it'll be in our executive office, uh, executive order in DC, and we will have to run it through Miss Hamilton. And run it through Miss Letitia Pope, <laughs> but it will all it will become a part of our minutes. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Okoye. Thank you. All right. So thank you, uh, Casanova Beauty, for all that you do. That was awesome. Um, I would like to add 
please visit www.casanovabeauty.com or on IG and Facebook, Casanova Beauty. Uh, again, that's www.casanovabeauty.com. That's Casanova Beauty. Check her out. And if you are um, in the Pembroke Pines location in Florida, make sure you set an appointment. She's waiting on you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, please get to me the names of all of the beauty parlors that uh, utilize y'all products so I can begin to blast them. Oh, sure. I'll yeah. email that out section. And I said, get to me all of the beauty parlors that utilize y'all's product and so I can begin to blast them media-wise. Okay, awesome. not a problem at all. Awesome. Next up, we have Crystal. Yes. Hello. 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 Uh, Speaking of healthy hair and hair in general, I will be taking us right into the Crown Act, which I believe Dr. Uh, McCorvey was referencing uh, earlier. Um, So just to tell you a little bit about the Crown Act, the Crown Act, which stands for creating a respectful and open world for natural hair. Yes, this is a law that uh, prohibits race-based hair discrimination, which is the denial of employment and educational opportunities because of hair texture or protective hairstyles, including braids, locks, twists, or bantu knots. Um, Currently, it is, if no one knew, (laughs) currently it is illegal. I'm sorry, it is legal to discriminate against a person in the workplace or in schools because of their natural or protective hairstyle um, in all states, with the exception of uh, for California, New York, New Jersey, Virginia, Colorado, Washington, and Maryland. Uh, Hair discrimination remains a source of racial injustice, which with serious economic consequences for black people, the Crown Act uh, corrects these racial injustices by making hair discrimination illegal. Um, the official campaign of the Crown Act, led by the Crown Coalition and founded by Dove, which are top names that we know, right? We use Dove, majority of us use it on a daily basis. Um, but this was also founded by Dove, the National Urban League, Color of Change, and Western Center on Law and Poverty. The Crown Act was first, just to give you some some um, some stats, the Crown Act was first introduced in California in January 2019 and signed into law on July 30th, 2019. Um, this you can find this bill, which is Senate Bill 188. You can go straight to uh, www. <clears throat> excuse me congress.gov and you can actually go into the uh there's a drop down menu there you drop to i think it's legislation legislation (laughs) i can't talk right now legislation and um you type in in the search uh, box crown act and it'll definitely pull it up for you um so the inaugural of the Crown Act expanded the definition of race in the Fair in the Fair Employment and Housing Act and state education codes to ensure protection in workplace in workplaces and in K through 12 public and charter schools. 
New York was the second state to introduce the Crown Act under leadership of Assemblywomen Tremaine Wright and Senator Jamal Bailey. Uh, and also, I know we're all familiar with uh, pretty much Governor Cuomo in New York. <clears throat> he signed the Crown Act into law on July 12, 12 2020, deeming the legislation effective immediately. New Jersey became the third state to enact the Crown Act um, as well. And the list, uh, the list doesn't go on. However, we're still trying and anyone can sign the petition. I'll also provide that information. Um, in 2020, the Crown Act was considered, but, not be but it did not become law in 25 states. So if you live in one of these states, please go to uh, the website that I'll provide to sign the petition to, to try to, to urge legislators to vote yes on the Crown Act. Um, the states that uh, this, this Crown Act was considered in, but did not make law was Alabama, Arizona, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Kansas, Connecticut, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Nebraska, North Carolina, Ohio, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Tennessee, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. So if you live in any of those states, please get in contact with your legislators and let's make the Crown Act a law in your state. Um, I just wanted to also add that there have been uh, studies done in 2020. Duke did a study that found that women with natural hairstyles were perceived to be less professional and less competent and were less likely to be, be recommended for job interviews than their white counterparts. Um, that's a, a, a little snippet or fact that I, I looked up and found on um, a website there. And also, uh, I just want to add that um, I, I don't know if a lot of people remember this, but uh, in December, um, I think it was 20, it was 2018. I don't know if you remember, but there was a young wrestler uh, in uh, New Jersey. He was a wrestler and... Yeah. Yeah. And apparently there were, yes, yes there were, uh, they, he, he was forced or pressured by a referee to cut out his dreadlocks in order to, uh, prior to, uh, doing the match. I remember so he, that. You remember that? Yeah. So yes. the crown act would have protected him from this. And also, um, I don't know if you guys know about this in Texas, Deandre Arnold, um, he was told this was right before the pandemic happened. Exactly. Graduation. Yes. He could not yes. attend his senior prom or graduation because his locks were too long. Um, so we would really like to, like I said, if you could get the petition, sign it, read it. Of course, we want you to make sure you understand what you're reading and um, signing to and committing to. Um, but sign it and, and, and try to get your legislator legislators to uh enact this into law. So the states of Virginia, Colorado, Washington, and Maryland enacted the Crown Act in 2020. So it's never too late. If you would like to learn more about the Crown Act, you can go to www.thecrownact.com to sign the petition. You can also go to www.campaigns.organizer4 F-O-R, all one word, dot org, backslash petitions. 
And if you would like to read for yourself the actual Senate bill, which is S3, S.316 Crown Act of 2019, um, you can definitely go to www.congress.gov again. Um, and you can click on legislation and then uh, uh, that drop down and then you can then search for the Crown Act and it will pull up for you. Awesome. All right. If there are any questions, please let me know. But that is it. I just signed it. I say I just signed it. Awesome. 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 Look at that. Yeah. On top. I know. Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Facebook and Twitter give you a minute by minute who signed and their name. Nice. Nice. I'm. Not on Facebook, but that's nice. Essence had a really big um, piece on it last year during their Essence Fest, and mm-hmm. they had a lot of um, promotions um, and encouraging people to sound, sign the Crown Act last year. Mm-hmm. And um, there's National Crown Day also. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. And um, my coworkers, there are about five or six of us. I made sure we all wore our hair natural on Crown Day. So that was um, very beautiful. Awesome. I, I do want to speak to um, the study that was done at Duke that Crystal mentioned. And that is, the you know, how we have viewed because of our natural hair and the way it grows out of our scalp that God gave us. Yes. How we view, yes. as a result of that, we can't get jobs or even be shown as professionals because of the way it grows out of our hair, yeah. you know, or out of our head. So our hair is what our God-given crown and glory. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it, we're proud women. And so we want to share that. We want to show that. And the uniqueness of Expo H2O gives you that flexibility, how you wear your hair. It gives you that flexibility. Okay, so it gives you that professional look, that career look. Um, it just kind of helps with the flow and the, and the when you have the balance of things, trying to work a career as a professional and they have a certain way you should look. And it's not that we don't want to show our natural look. But sometimes, I mean, we so versatile in how we wear our hair that um, it's just amazing. We Mm -hmm. as, you know, as women, multicultural women, especially. So that versatility helps when you're dealing with Expo H2O. That versatility helps when you're showing as a professional and your hair is looking amazing because it's hydrated and it's curly and it's not intimidating in the workplace or intimidating to those who don't know you as an individual, because that's what it is. That's the perception of how, how they look at you when they see you first sight, you know? So um, that comment about that study that Duke did was interesting, uh, Crystal. So thank you for that. Yeah. And just to piggyback off of Kawana, um, she mentioned the crown day. It is July 3rd. So just keep that in mind. Crown day. Awesome. It's July 3rd, and that, that is in honor of the first bill that was signed in California. So that was the day uh, it was signed. So, yes, Crown Day is on my calendar. Yeah. So there's two Thank days you. to enjoy, the third and the fourth. How's that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. If there aren't any questions, uh, thank you.
Thank you. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you. Good job. Thank you, Crystal. Yes. When you click on that thing, they can show you where you can start a campaign for signatures as well. Awesome. Oh, nice. Awesome. Nice. Nice. I want to uh, do a uh, what we call a National Association of Black Defenders uh, three-second commercial. Uh, we want to thank uh, you all for being a part of this collaborative effort to get the word out uh, about uh, multicultural hair, which is very important. Uh, we want to thank you for everything that your group brings to the table, Expo H2O. And we just want to be, as I used the word so many times already this year, inclusive and in changing our path. Inclusive and in changing our path. It's so important that we be inclusive and in changing our path, that we can actually uh, uh, hone in on our own future. You know, when it comes to uh, Afri- African-American history, multicultural hair care, and it's so very important, so very important. So if you uh, get a moment, uh, please go to NAB website, www.na-b, as in boy, D as in David, dot org, and uh, put down a comment, uh, put down a uh, con- uh Look at our contact information and just uh, uh, be aware that we are about changing uh, 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 our destiny so people can understand that we have a strong, strong heritage, a strong heritage. This is so important. I appreciate you all so much. Uh, Thank you so much, um, uh, Ms. Hamilton, Ms. Letitia Pope. Uh, Miss Kawana Lashandra, uh, Kawana gonna get me blue, and also uh, Miss Crystal. Thank you so much. Uh, um, thank you, Mr. McCorvey. We truly appreciate it. Thank you for all that you do. Um, at this time, we would like to uh, use this platform um, to pay tribute to the awesome historians who have paved the way for us because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be where we are today. Amen. Each um, time we're on the show, we're going to pay tribute to a special person. Um, To recap from Saturday, we paid tribute to Miss Annie Malone. Um, She was an American businesswoman and inventor. Um, she also considered to be one of the first African-American women to become a mil- millionaire. In the first three decades of the 20th century, she founded and developed a large, prominent commercial and educational enterprise entered um, on cosmetics for African-American women. So that's very important. Nice. Uh, so Miss Linda Hamilton will take over the, the Black history portion of our segment tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> my salute is to a African-American woman that was uh, ahead of her day, ahead of her time. Her name is Christina M. Jenkins. So in 1951, uh, Christina Jenkins submitted a patent called Hair Weave. 
Miss Jenkins was a former uh, wig company employee. She created a new process of adding synthetic extensions by sewing hair onto cornrows. Now get this, even back in the day, they had cornrows, which is a natural protective style. She utilized those cornrows to sew the synthetic hair onto the cornrows. Similar to Madam C.J. Walker, she opened up her own cosmetology school to teach others her technique. Christina Mae Thomas, her name was, and then she married into a Jenkins. She was born on Christmas Day in 1920. Although there were conflicting dates regarding her birth date, she was born in Louisiana, but the details of her early life are scarce. What is known is that she graduated from Leland College near Baton Rouge, Louisiana, with a degree in science in 1943. Jenkins started to work at the wig manufacturer in Chicago. And in 1949, she began working on a technique to make more secure fitting wigs. When she moved to Melvern, Ohio, she began to study on how to sew, how to sew in commercial hair with a personal natural hair addict. And it added the length and the body. So in 1951, Jenkins filed a patent for her called hair weave technique, which was granted in 1952. So she filed it in 51. It was granted a year later. Jenkins owned and operated her own Christina hair weave penthouse salon in Shakers Heights, which is a section of Cleveland until 1993. She also taught her hair weaving <laughs> technique at hair shows across Europe. She was internationally known. So Jenkins was married to a jazz pianist, Herman Duke Jenkins. She raised one daughter and her name was Sheila Jenkins. She's a Cochran now. So there were some disputes over Miss Jenkins' claim to the hair weave as some historians stated that the technique was used in a similar fashion dated back to Egypt. But this is kind of a sidebar for me in that if it was done in Egypt and they didn't patent it and Miss Jenkins patented it, then kudos for Miss Jenkins. That's right. Okay? That's right. Absolutely. So then uh, as a result of that, in late, uh, uh, the late Ohio U.S. Congresswoman Stephanie Tubbs Jones recommended Miss Jenkins for her invention and praised her for her revolutionary contributions. The statement was made in 2003, shortly after Miss Jenkins' death. She passed at the age of 82. So this woman mm -hmm. that invented this sew-in weave that we use today on a regular basis today is still being acknowledged and we salute her. This woman invented the sew-in weave technique. And as we know Marilyn Monroe, but we did not know who the, the draw, the, she's a, she dropped the knowledge for black history, which was Miss Jenkins. So we give kudos to Miss Jenkins. We acknowledge her and she, she was a beautiful woman. Um, 
and she actually wore the weave, the weave herself. So we're saluting her as our Black History um, person that I salute for this month. Miss Jenkins, thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Nice. Wonderful. Thank nice. You. Thanks. Thank you. That was great information. Thank you. Uh, I like that. So. I like that. Men don't know as much as they think they know, don't they? Are you looking for an amen on that one? I'm not going to give it to you. All right, Freddie. All right, Freddie. I had to do that. We're smart, but we're smart as we think we are. (laughs) Exactly. Repeat. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Hydra Voice, all one word. H-Y-D-R-A-V-O-I-C-E. You can also check out our website, www.expoh2o.com. That's X-P-O-H-2-O.com. Up next, we have Miss Kawana Blue. She's going to shout out our salons. We have several salons and stores, all of our distributors, who rock with us, who love our product, who are ride or die, and we just want to shout them out tonight. Okay. Hello, hello. How's everyone doing? Okay. Good. We're doing good. Uh (laughs) So, we're going to... We're going to start out with our flagship salon, Casanova Beauty, Pembroke Pines, Florida. So if you're in the Pembroke Pines, Florida area, please check out Casanova Beauty. Next, we have Hair Studio Makeover, Coral Springs, Florida. In Kissimmee, Florida, we have Halawa Beauty, H-A-L-A-W-A Beauty. Kissimmee, Florida. We have Moments in Print Company, Brookhaven, Georgia. We have Cold Salon in Shenickadi, New York. In Bowie, Maryland, we have Dishar Designs, D I S H A R Designs. My Shade and Texture, Tampa, Florida. Barbara Jean Collections, that's Collections with a K, in Portland, Oregon. Soil Coils and Cuts is now Soul Beauty by Michelle in Tampa, Florida. LA Beauty Girl Supply, North Lauderdale, Florida. L.A. Girl Beauty Supply, North Lauderdale, Florida. Tracy Brown at Another Look Salon, Sacramento, California. Reveal Hair Studio. Chandler, Arizona.
salons. We'd like to thank all of our users, all of our customers for supporting us and purchasing our products. And we just ask that you please continue to support us as we support you. Thank you, Kawana. Awesome, guys. We got eight minutes. All right. If there's any questions at all, would there be any questions? We can answer them at this time. If there are no additional questions, um, I would also like to add Continue to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Hydra Voice. And we can also, um, you can check us out on our website at www.expoh2o.com. That's xpoh2o.com. We have a lot of great things in store for the next two um, broadcasts that will be on Saturday. February 20th at 10 a.m., as well as Wednesday, uh, February 24th at 7 a.m. I mean, 7 p.m., my apologies. Uh, we have some demos in store for you guys, as you guys heard tonight. Um, That's on the 25th. 25th. Oh, 25th. Yeah. Okay, my apologies. On the, uh, as you guys heard tonight, Casanova Beauty mentioned all great things professional when it comes to hydrating the hair and Expo H2O. We're going to give you guys some live demos, um, have you guys have the opportunity to ask any questions, and you can see it firsthand um, from a salon and, and a shampoo uh, perspective. You will be able to uh, take a look at that. So, uh, we hope that you guys continue to tune in with us for our our next two correction by Freddie of uh, February 25th at 7 p.m. That's Wednesday, February 25th. Um, if any of the other cast members have anything additional you guys would like to add, you can do so at this time. The, I'm sorry. The 25th is a Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. So, yes, it's, I believe it's the 24th that we were. That that we're on the air, correct? Well, the that's correct. a Wednesday. Yeah, it's uh, it's on. The next one will be on the twentieth. That's on a Saturday, and then right. the final one will be on a Thursday at six p.m. Saturday at ten. Well, really nine a.m. and but uh, that's uh, uh, Central Time. Then ten a.m. Eastern Time. Then on Thursday, the twenty fifth. Yeah, I said it'd be seven six p.m. Eastern Time. 7 p.m., 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Two more to go, guys. I think we need to do some more, though. I'm with it. Yeah. (laughs) What do you say about that, McCarvey? (laughs) Hey, that sounds good to me. I I just want to thank everybody for, for their participation and what uh, Expo H2O bring to the table. Uh, I believe they've done an awesome job this evening. And we just want to uh, send out kudos to Expo H2O. Keep up the good work. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All, right. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. 
This and is nobody, very fun. I, I've enjoyed it. I have to put this in, and nobody have to pull their wig off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies. <laughs> I had to hey. put this Freddie is full of jokes. I like it. <laughs> Nobody had to pull their wig off, huh? It's all natural. Just gonna put it's some hydro natural. on. It. Hydro. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then your hair looks good, by the way, honey. Those curls are popping over there. I see you. This all right is, now. Curtis, all right. Courtesy, courtesy of Casanova Beauty. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> When I when I get rich, I'm gonna get my camera. It looks pretty. <laughs> Tell her again, Cam. It looks pretty. Thank you, Cammy. Thank you, baby. <laughs> All right. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay, uh the last words are Linda's and uh Brother Corvis, if that's all right with y'all. Well, I'll, I'll jump in first. Um, I just want to give honor to God because it Amen. is he that Amen. sustains us. He keep us together. He give us the insight and foresight to do what we do. This is Black History Month, and we stand on the shoulders of so many people that Amen. have gone before us. You know, yes. it's just chilling to know that the people who have done so much for so many and we give thanks to them. And so with that, um, we thank um, Mr. Howard and we thank Miss Jordan, Eric, Erica. You are the unsung, unsung heroes. You guys are the unsung heroes. Erica, you are behind the scene. We appreciate you. And Mr. Howard, your platform has allowed us to speak and speak clearly. We speak clearly for all cultures. And so while we're celebrating Black history, we embrace every culture on this God-given earth. And so for that, we are forever thankful from the team yeah. of Expo H2O. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to thank um, the participation, the collaboration, and all the things that uh, Expo H2O bring to the table uh, that broadens our horizon when it comes to natural hair care. That is so important, you know, and this is, this is a part of our culture as well, you know, recognizing those that's behind the scene, like Ms. Hamilton said, that, that brings so much to the table when it comes to natural hair care. I thank you guys so much, so much. Uh, uh, a lot of times I tell people as I, as I travel uh, up and down the dangerous highways, uh, that if it had not been for you, it wouldn't be a me. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. We have to continue to work, strive, and live together as a people, you know. And in order for that to happen, we have to uh, uh, support each other. Mm-hmm. We have to uh, uh, show our lifeline to each other because so many times, especially in, our, in the Black community, and, I, and I'm not going to hinge on that too long, but so many times we forget how to support each other. It is very important that we uh, give a support, throw a support line to our people uh, and show them that we are there for them. And last but not least, Miss Erica, how are you? She's gone. I'm well. Right. How are you? Good, good, good. I know I, I missed a lot of things this evening, and I know my time is already almost up here. 
But uh, I want this pause on station identification just to get a shout out to you because you are behind the scene doing what you do best. And I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Awesome. 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 All right, Brother Freddie, I'll be talking to you in the morning because we got some adoptions to put together. OK. All right. All right. I haven't, I haven't adopted any children in a long time. So we got some adoptions to put together tomorrow. OK. Awesome. Awesome. Woo. And this we don't say extra prayer for them children. Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we're down to 30 seconds. 30 seconds. And this is from the National Association of Black Defenders, defending you and standing up for your rights. Thank you for tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. 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 On behalf of all of us here at the House of Reverend Gospel Blog Talk Radio, National Association of Black Defenders, and HCO Hare, we say good night, God bless you, and tune in to our next broadcast coming up on February the 20th, 9 a.m. Take care now. Thank you. All right, guys. All right, Bye. now. All right, daughter. See you later. Bye. All right now. <laughs> now that was funny. Yes, 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 yes. All right. McCormy, you remembered. Yes, I remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Oh, oh that's funny. That is so All funny. All right. Let's see. Okay.